ho, ho, it's St. Nick. Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane. I am your host, Nick Carlson, the founder and CEO of Doss Manufacturing, and I am with my world-famous, one and only, because no one else has this title, CTO, Chief Talking Officer, Senior Kyle Parks. How are we, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm glad we have the SD card working today, because we were trying to record another podcast yesterday, which... We're about two weeks ahead of time. We're trying to keep things pumping out for you guys, but finally got that figured out. So we're back to the original, and I was waiting for an error code to pop up, but thankfully it hasn't, so we're good. Good, good, good. So I'm learning new things every day, and I love it. That's good. Yeah, 1%. We were talking about it earlier. You know, I, I preach around here. 1% better every day, and it, it it's really hard to practice. Is it not hard to practice? It, it is. It's very hard because, like, you say it, but so I, I have I, actually gotten into flossing my teeth again. Good. One percent. I'm just like I'm like you know what I need to start doing it. It'll it's good for me. It's good for my health. Oral I'm just gonna do so one big. little thing and go from there. So the next thing on my list is to get into push-ups again. So good. Well, we can after this we'll do some. Okay. We should we, do some right now on the podcast. Do it. Oh gosh darn it. He's you had the idea we're doing freaking it. Freaking killing me. All right. All right how many we doing? Uh, we'll do. Let's do thirty. Thirty. Okay. Are we counting out? Um, sure. I'll, yep. You do you, I'll do me. And here we go. All right. Ready? Go. All right. So what do we want to talk One. about while we're doing it? Um, so I I am 180 days exactly to the day from the day I sent money to Sheepy Race. And I still don't have my twin turbo kit, but I know he's going to pull through. I hope so. I'm just praying. And he also, um, <clears throat> he wants to get on our podcast. What do you think about that? I like it. So, if y'all are listening, who do you do you guys want to hear about a big YouTuber that started at eight? I don't even know what number I'm at. I'm just kind of going until I I'm at can't. thirty. Okay, I'm just gonna go five more. Oh yeah, here we go. Okay, I don't even want to. I'm also down. smaller, so I go a little quicker. Yeah, well, <laughs> a little less mass to move. But I've been doing them, so that's good. Um, so Sheepy Race, this guy Alex Soto is. Um, look, we didn't edit that. We just went right into it. I'm not even out of breath. I so, like it. So. Alex literally started building Hondas in tor- twin turbo kits, and now he's got this. I don't know. He's got to be ten, fifteen million dollars a year. Yeah. And in in his words, these are his words. He's just a Mexican from Colorado. Yeah. His words, not mine. Well, doesn't he? He also he has that, and then he also has the the barbershop, right? The barbershop. Like I then just found maybe out a couple th- other ventures. Yeah, I just found out the other day. He had something else. So anyway. That's cool, though. <laughs> we're getting back. We're talking we're, about the entrepreneurial dream. We are way off topic here. so <laughs> It's okay. Anyway, guys, Merry freaking Christmas. Yeah, because this is our uh, little Christmas episode. It is. So, it's cool. Like I told you before we started, I want to kind of go down this route of kind of mental mindset, mental focus, realigning yourself. You're with your family. You're taking your time with your family, but you also need to focus on yourself. New Year's coming up. We're not huge into resolutions around here. It's do it now. Yeah. So, how can we focus on ourselves? You're out of breath. I know. You I haven't done water? them in a while. Oh, I've been doing them. So, <clears throat> here's here's the kind of I, I have this thing I call the theme, and everything has a theme to me. Um, I'll be honest with you, I learned it from watching a TV show called American Chopper. Hence Christmas. Hence Christmas. Where's the connection? Christmas, Thanksgiving, holidays, theme. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so American <laughs> Chopper, they always had like a theme of a chopper, right, they were building. If you guys haven't watched it, it's it's old, it's off TV, YouTube it. Uh, Paul T- You're a little out of breath, too. Paul Tuttle, Paul Sr. Well, I haven't stopped talking. I'm pushing, <laughs> doing push-ups while talking, and I'm also 6'4". You're giving so me shit. I'm not exactly small. Um, actually, I feel really good. My chest feels great. Yeah, but, um, <clears throat> We should do that more often. That was great. <laughs> But anyway, so Christmas... Let's just go until we burn out. Yeah, I know, right? All right, back into it. Sorry, ADD. (laughs) So Christmas, you know, is not, as we all know, is not about the gift giving, but more sense of of putting each other first, right? And and giving back to one another, reminding each other how much you love them. Um, And we love you guys. And and I'm actually, you know, truth be told, I'm actually working on saying I love you to more people. Yeah. Love you, Kyle. It's good. Love you too, Nick. (laughs) Um, but it's, it's important that people know where you stand and, and I'm, I'm truth be told, I've been hurt so many times in my life and I've been drug through the shit that it's really hard for me to like, let anybody in 
within my arm's length. Yeah. You know, I got my arms out. I got my arms reach over like seven foot when I'm when I have my arms out there like seven yeah. two. It's ridiculous. You have your space and you know that you're comfortable in that space and it's yeah. hard to bring the people in and be like, look, like you're a part of my space in a mental manner versus the physical because there's there's the difference between both. But like I've always told everybody Matt Wazner, my best friend, I've known him since kindergarten. He mm-hmm. is my brother. I, I, there's nothing around it. Even my parents consider him family. Yeah. So he is literally my brother. My daughter will know him as Uncle Matt. Yep. We will know, you know, Marissa as Aunt Marissa. So same thing with Benjamin. I know Ben listens to the podcast all the time. I love Ben. I love Kimberly. They are great friends. They are family. What's up, y'all? How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lyle, Zoe, you're included as well. I love you both. Yep. Because you guys listen too. So, but I mean, there's so many names of people that I can just reach out and say, look, I love you. You know, Sean Belt's another one of them. So, like, yeah, they, they reach out and they talk. We're there for each other. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's great to have that because it's, it's somebody that you know that has your back and you know you can always give to them. Like the one thing yeah. that I love that we do around here that mm-hmm. I noticed last year was cool mm-hmm. was George. Mm-hmm. Run random day, he said, guys, do not bring any food tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm bringing lunch in. You know, the wife's got a platter. And it was it was good. I mean, we made subs and stuff. I think mm-hmm. it was like with croissant rolls or something. something. It was delicious. Yeah. But we all just came in. We had lunch together. We hung out. Um, I don't remember if there was cake or not that day, but we had something else with the platter. Mm-hmm. It may have been candy or something. But we just took a little extra time during lunch, had the time together, and yeah. just said thank you. Yeah, and we do. We break bread a lot together, which I think is super important. Um, lately, there's only been like three people in the in the break area eating lunch together, which is yeah. kind of odd. There for a while, it was just it was everybody, and it's like we don't have enough chairs. And well, I've been burying myself trying to get some stuff done back here. So that you had COVID, and you were fighting that. And yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we weren't we we didn't make you stop working. We just said, hey, just kind of just hang keep out. to your corner. Yeah, keep your corner and just keep on getting because I didn't want to interrupt your your cash flow. Plus, I'm not scared of it. Nobody else is around here anyway. That's that's our decision. Y'all have your decision. That's exactly. my decision. Um, but you know, getting back to Christmas, you know, it's it, it's it's amazing. I learned something a long time ago, and my wife taught me this. And she said, you know, this was this is probably fifteen ish years ago, twelve years ago, something like that. She goes, it's you give to the universe, and it'll give you back give back to you tenfold. Yeah, it's a multiplicative multiplicative it's, effect. It's, yeah, it's a multiplier. Yeah, right. So here's my experience. I, I decide I'm going to implement this into my, my moral compass and, and who I am and what I'm going to do. And I just start giving and I start giving and I start giving. And I don't know about you guys that are listening, if you've ever met me or you ever spoke to me or you follow us on social media or whatever, but I try really, really, really hard to the point where I exhaust myself to give. Yeah. Non-stop. And that's, you know, that's knowledge. That's the emotional attention. That's the, you know, Hey man, how you doing today? It's, it ties into a little bit of everything. It doesn't have to always be monetary or a physical right. thing. Just an ear. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you times at trade shows, people just want to sit there and talk. There, there's one guy in particular who owns a bunch of our products, and he just won't shut up. <laughs> and a nice guy, but, like, I can tell he's he's missing an ear in his life or something. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on. I can't make a judgment. But what I did, what I can and what I did do is I gave him my ear for probably far too long. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, I do that a lot. And, and a lot of my people, a lot of my peers, a lot of people that, that see me do it, they're like, why do you do that? And the reason I do it is because we're all human. Now, I'm not going to say we're all the same. Because yeah. my bone structure clearly is different than your bone structure. Yeah, a little bit. Just, just a wee bit. So I don't want to hear this crap about, well, we're all the same. Look at skeletons. Well, no, we're not. Because some have ovaries, some don't. You know, some are big, some are small. We are we are all very much our own in- entities, our own little yeah. beings. And it's like, what is it, four trillion to one odds that you're born or something? Yeah, some something crazy. So anyway, <laughs> don't quote us, Gary V. Yeah, I, I literally learned that from Gary V. Um, but it is, uh, it's it's super important to give pe- people the time to make them feel not make them feel, give them the opportunity to feel like they're somebody. Yeah, and that doesn't mean allow them to beat on you and complain and all that and it also doesn't mean that you need to fix them like my biggest downside my biggest fault i think today is i try to fix freaking everything Mm -hmm. whether it's kid related wife related 
I don't, I don't know, pick something. I'm always trying to fix it. It's just who I am. I'm a problem solver. I used to be the same way. Yeah. I found that me trying to control every factor around me versus how I feel and how I can give to others, mm-hmm. that does me more good. So I'll, I'll give this, for instance, with what's going on with Chloe's work. I am there for her for an emotional support. Right, I, Chloe, everything you need, I am there. I will help you. I will support you in whatever you want to do. The thing that I have noticed, though, is I can't allow myself to get worked up and try to fix it because all that's going to do is add more forks into the fire, and it's just going to become a mess. Mm-hmm. And those are some of the things it's like, I can't go to her work and make things better. I can't slap people around there because that's not my role. You know, I can't tell people how it actually is in this situation because one there's three sides to a story there's what chloe tells me there's what the other person tells me Mm -hmm. and then there is the truth you know and i'm not saying chloe's telling a lie it's just a matter of it's there's everybody has their own perception and bandwidth of the problem and you know you you have to do what's best for you not for everyone else Mm -hmm. and i found that that has made my life a lot easier and also a lot more fulfilling mm-hmm. because I know I'm happy with myself. Mm-hmm. I am happy with where I'm going in life. I am happy with the vision and goal that I have set up, yep. especially recently. Yeah, well, you know, you've, I'd say you've, from the outside looking in, it looks like your ship has definitely been righted for the most part. Yeah, and I feel like, okay, so instead of having stuff on my, like, so let's put this in boating comparison perspective, is if you have more stuff on your hull, and you try to get up on plane, it takes a little while in order to scrape all of it off. But if you're going, the faster you go, the faster it scrapes off and the better you feel and the better the boat moves, the better the fuel economy, you know, all in all, everything's better. So I have scraped all that sludge off the bottom and I'm on plane right now is yep. what I feel like. Yeah. What he's talking about guys, if you're not boaters is the, is the, the hull, the, the bottom side of the boat will get like barnacles on it. And barnacles, just algae, junk. the whole nine. Yeah. Junk. And so whenever you have that, it creates friction. Yep. And friction slows you down. Um, and so compare that to a clean mind. Yeah. Right? If your mind's not clean and clear, you're not going to perform. You just, you're just not. And, and how do you do that? So you have to sit down and decide, okay, what means a lot to me? What really, truly doesn't? And then you have to then learn, because this is not something anybody teaches, you have to learn how to what I call empty your head trash. Yeah. So emptying your head trash basically is first off acknowledging what is actually trash. Yeah. And what is what are things like to your point, Kyle? What are things that you actually have to be worried actually worried about that you have any kind of control over? I'll give you a great for instance. I know people that see those lines in the sky that planes leave and yeah. call them chemtrails. And I'm not going to say they are. I'm not going to say they aren't. That's not up for debate. The point of it is, let's say they are chemicals. The government is spraying all over us, right? What in the world are you going to do about it? Yeah. I, I personally, I don't have the, the bandwidth. I don't have the, the money. I don't have the voice to, to change that. All I can do is, is buy the best food I can buy, drink as much of the cleanest water I can drink, um, do push-ups. And offer the best for your family. And do the absolute best for my family and look up at the sky and go, well, if I don't like, if that is, let's say that is a chemical, We'll move somewhere there's no chemical being sprayed or, or whatever let's yeah. just let's just say hypothetically that's actually happening i'm not saying it is i'm not saying it isn't the point is is that there are certain things in your control and there are certain things that are not in your control yeah and what what i find and listen i am fully guilty of this the, i'm fully guilty of it take for instance last night i got done putting my kids asleep and it's like okay i basically have a choice good bed and get a full good night's rest, which is important. So does that weigh more than me going downstairs and getting on, I don't do this, but getting on TikTok and swiping my life away until it says, hey, you've been on TikTok for four hours yeah. or, or whatever. I don't even, I've been told that TikTok will tell you you've been on too long. I've never seen it. I've never, Sam told me that. <coughs> Excuse me. It's sad that Sam told you that. Well, because he's always on TikTok. Mr. I hate comedy. It's like Netflix. I don't do Netflix. So Netflix, if you watch too many series in a row and it just keeps replaying and replaying and replaying, right. it eventually gets to a point, I'm going to say three-ish, four hours or so. Okay. If you haven't had contact on your, like, the remote or anything for up. that amount, amount of time, okay. it'll say, hey, are you still there? 
And then your your TV kind of goes into that like countdown to sleep mode moment. So if there's no activity on the TV and you haven't been there and you've already fallen asleep, the TV will shut off. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Well, especially with the smart TVs. Yeah, I don't. I don't have one. My TV's ten years old. Um, I didn't even. I was telling Kyle this morning, guys. It's. I never had television until I was. So on my father had television, but I wasn't with him very much. It was only like every other weekend. Um, it was only like Friday, Saturday, and like Sunday morning. Yeah. And when I was with him, it was like, can we just throw the ball? Can we go work on a car? Can we go go kart racing? You know, and and I didn't have barely any money. We'd show up to the racetrack, and we'd pull this go kart out of my dad's old '88 Bronco two, and everybody else had trailers and stands, and my yeah. my crap was sitting in the dirt. <laughs> right. You know, I barely would barely could make make it to a race like it was just i don't even know how we did it he's an amazing person and he perseveres and he knows how to get thin which is another podcast we should do is talking about getting thin getting lean getting mean um but you know when it comes to this this giving first off i want to remind everybody if you've ever been on an airplane and they're going through all the safety stuff with you and they're showing you how to like buckle your seat cushions a flotation device blah 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 the oxygen masks when they pop down who do they always say to put it on first? Yours first. Put it on yourself first. So that is a very true – I've said this for years. I never heard anybody ever say that other than the stewardess that, that said it on the planes when I was a kid or, yeah. or when, wherever I – whenever I started flying. And I've flown a shit ton in my life. Oh, my God. I've been – I could – maybe a 1,000 flights in my life. Like yeah. all. I mean, 22, I bet you I was on – 40 different flights easily yeah you were you were gone a decent amount a lot i was gone a lot um anyway but the point is put the mask on yourself first but keep in mind i'm gonna give you this this analogy if you stick a mask on first but you have a stuffy nose and you've got you know post nasal drip and your throat throat is clogged and you can barely breathe well that you would relate that to the head trash in your mind so if you're if you're trying to get yourself right but you haven't emptied your head trash. It's kind of like the the deleted folder in your in your phone or in your computer. You have to empty the trash sometimes to free up space in your phone or in your computer to allow it to run better. Exactly. Right. So when it comes to Christmas, guys, and it comes to you know separation season, we just released a podcast on that. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. This is also as important. So it, in order to separate, you got in racing terms, you got to loosen the car up. Got to let that thing slide freely through the corner. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, let it loose. Let, let it's it is. It's literally they call, you call it loose. It's where the tail end of the car wants to come around and wants to spin out, but loose is fast. And when you're fast, you're on the edge, out of control. That's that's the terms in racing. So if you feel like you're out of control, it's probably because you're moving pretty quickly. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So in order to do that, you got to free the car up. In order to free the car up, you got to free the mind up. And you free the mind up, you dump all that trash out, and you start you start deciding. Okay, do I need to smoke that cigarette? Do I need to drink that drink? Do I need to be you know, consuming that content that is that I know isn't serving me, right? Yeah, and a lot of times, I mean, I don't mean this in a mean way, but a lot of times when Christmas comes around, yeah, it's a cheerful, joyful time. But there's always family drama. Well, it's, you never, know? it's and, never cheerful for me. And here's the thing is, it's like, okay, is the drama worth something for you to worry about day in and day out? Not normally. No. It's just, okay, somebody got their butt hurt over one little thing, and you go, look, I'm sorry. That's the best I can offer. I and I can't do anything about it. Mm-mm. You know. And if they th- they throw something at you that you can do, mm-hmm. and it's something that you're willing to comply with, mm-hmm. cool. You fixed it. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you're not willing to come off of your moral compass of, then don't shift off of it because you're going to mm-hmm. be a happier person sticking with your moral compass. Yeah. You know. And do everything you can to make your family happy. Keep them. You know, keep <coughs> smiles on their faces. Keep a smile on your face. But if it's something that you can just walk past, just walk past it. Your stability will make them happier than anything. Exactly. When you're the best that you can be, that rubs off on everybody. Yeah, and it's not necessarily be nonchalant about it. It's, no. this is not going to bother me, and it's for a reason. Well, listen, Kyle, you've, you've stood on this earth for, what, 26 years? Mm-hmm. I've stood on it for 37 I have been through, you know, four economic storms. I have been through not, of course, not me suicide because I'm not dead. And I've never, you know, attempted it. But You've like, had the thought. Well, I've had the thoughts for sure, um, and it's it's ugly. And, again, anybody that needs help with that, dial 988, and there will be somebody there to help talk so you through So glad it. you remembered it because I didn't. Yeah, well, it's important to me because I lost my best friend to suicide. Yeah. And it's something that, 
okay, this is this is head trash. I'm going to give you guys a great example of something I had to battle. So my best friend shot himself 10 years ago. And um, all, all because of um, his wife was partaking in activities she shouldn't have been partaking in. I'm just going to say that. Now, I love her, and I, and I love my buddy, and I wish he was still here today because I bet you he'd be working with me, and I bet you he'd be here kicking ass, taking names. He was a bad dude. Strong, hard worker, smart, good-looking guy. Just really good dude. Just really got too much head trash, really, truly, honestly. Um, but uh, gosh, where was I going with that? I got so oh so suicide and and all that so you've got to be able to you know clean your act up and and understand that there there's going to be another day tomorrow that sun I there is no inclination that I've heard seen felt that that sun ain't going to come up tomorrow yeah that sucker's burning bright um and and I remember I learned this when my grandmother died in 2018. It, I, I was up at 5.30 in the morning head to, heading to my landscape company going to work. I had this, this other location. And um, I was driving to work, and I, crossed, I I passed my father in the morning. I'm like, what the hell is he doing driving this early in the morning? Excuse me. I knew she was dying, and I knew she was getting close to passing. And, and God bless her soul, love her to death. She made it all the way to 90 years old. I mean, just just incredible person. Um, but, um, you know, I passed my father, and I called him. I'm like, what are you doing up so early? He's like, she gone. I'm like she gone he's like she gone i'm like i'm sorry pop that's that sucks i mean we all knew it was coming but it's never easy when it comes this is his mom yeah this is his mom okay and he died she died at uh michael tony's house over in in odington yeah and um at home and my dad was sitting no it's crazy actually no he was with her all night long and he decided to get up and get a drink of water and in that period of time she died wow when he walked away it's almost like she was waiting for him to like get away from her and then she could die yeah Very, very odd point point of the story is the sun wasn't up yet this is like I want to say it was December. Everything in my life that happens bad is between middle of November through the holidays into my birthday. My birthday is January twelfth, and then you get sick. Yeah, I'm dead earthly, like so sick on my birthday, or like the worst catastrophe of my life happens on my birthday. Rains on my birthday. Would you April or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I can't. What was it again? April seventh. Seventh. Okay. Well, and you okay. won't remember. No, I can remember. You know how I can remember. Sam is March 7th. Ah, That's damn, how, I shouldn't have said anything now. There we go. I got it now. Because I, I try to get away with not having everybody remember it. Ah, So, my point to all this, guys. Okay, here's my address. This is what I was telling you about Bobby and all this. I just remembered. So, Bobby took his life with a, a forty cal Smith & Wesson. And guess who bought the gun with him for him, convinced him to buy it? You. Me. I'm the one that took him to Bass Pro, showed him how to get the licensing, showed him how to do the paperwork, helped him pick out the proper pistol, blah, blah, blah. And he bought it for his dad for his dad's birthday. Yeah. Because his, da- his dad was very much, you know, conspiracy theorist, thought the government was after him, mm. needed the pr- wanted the protection but was too scared to go buy the gun. Because truth be told, like when I got my first gun, I was very, very scared yeah. of – of that. you should be. G- guns are, are – incredible tools but at the same time used improperly could be a weapon it's a weapon same with a knife same with a hammer same with a baseball bat yeah you have to properly know how to use the thing and so after i got my proper training and i got my concealed carry and all this other stuff you know i was i was very much qualified right and we always talk about credentials on this podcast everything is about credentials i was able to then take bobby and we went and and got his pistol and all this and that but he never bought ammunition for it yeah so then I don't know. He gives the gun to his dad, no ammunition. He's like, well, this is just a paperweight. And so I ended up going to a, a gun show down in Virginia. And he calls me. He's like, yo, dude, can you pick up like a, a small pack of like 40 cals, whatever you think's good, the hollow point, whatever. And I said, sure. I, I just got them regular old bullets. No, nothing yeah. nothing crazy. And it was like a little, little plastic bag, a little Ziploc bag almost, uh, sealed, of course. <coughs> Excuse me. And there's like 25 rounds in this thing. God, this this kills me. I won't cry because I'm, I'm past it and I've I've – I've dealt with my demons, but about that was probably January. And he took his life in May, and his birthday was in May. And uh, let me see here, what what had happened? He, so he had taken one bullet out of the thing, and he was very upset. This is the story I heard. And he took him two hours to figure out how to load the gun. And then once he got it loaded, he just said, he said something. I really don't want to expose all this, but he said something and took his own life. Keep in mind, this head trash that I had to deal with, that I had to eject out of my mind and say that wasn't my decision, that wasn't me, was the fact that I bought him the gun. I bought him the bullets. If I didn't do those things and help, con- not convince him, but like help him through the process, 
he'd probably still be here today. Now, maybe he could have drank some Drano, sure, right? Could have gotten to drugs and killed him. Who knows? I've, I've lost friends. That, well, once people get into drugs, I'm out. Yeah. So not my friends anymore. And I've lost plenty of people that, I, that used to be friends that ended up, you know, dying of overdoses or drinking too heavily, getting car accidents, whatever. I exit those situations. Well, that's part of that head trash thing is you don't, you don't want that to be something to pull you down. Well, yeah. Like, I had a friend of mine that was a female, and, and she started drinking before she was 21. I never drank till I was 21, um, and I don't drink that much, honestly. But um, she got decapitated. She was just having a few drinks, wasn't driving, and stuck her head out of a sunroof, and the person veered off the road laughing and went between, like, signposts on Richie Highway, <laughs> took her head right off. And that's so crazy. my point to all this is is that I've had to live with all this head trash and all this 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 hurt and, and pain. And at some point, you just got to go, it happened. The sun will come up tomorrow. I can't change it. I just got to get 1% better. And before you know it, you'll turn around, you look back, and you go, holy crap, I made it through all this. Wow. How did I do that? And and the reason you did it is you, you consciously thought about it. You consciously compartmentalized it. You put it into a little box. You, you screwed the box shut and you said, okay, that's my, my baggage, but it's screwed shut and I'm okay with it. And I put it aside. I'll give you another great, for instance, my mother. So I've never, have I talked about my mother? Like I've brought up here and there. Some. So you touched. Here, here's, here's the story. <clears throat> of course, born. Thanks, mom, for giving me birth. She probably doesn't listen to this, thank God. Um, but when uh, growing up, she just, she made some really bad decisions. I don't need to go into all that. I just, I, you know what? They're her decisions. I'm not going to say they're bad. They're her decisions. I didn't agree with them. And when I got to be uh, an adult male, uh, basically uh, had my, fa- my my stepfather locked up, then accused me of a bunch of stuff, had to fight through it. I'm 18 years old. Her, turns my entire family against me um, in a courthouse. I remember everybody just shook their head at me and walked away. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I was literally cutting grass. I literally wasn't doing anything. And it all was was her own demons. And uh, the court system ended up throwing everything out and said that, you know, everything she was accusing me and my stepfather of was all false. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm still fighting this cold. Still, this cough I've had for two and a half months now. Um, but, you know, I had to fight through all that. And a lot of people ask me, um, even my wife this day, she asked me, you know, why doesn't that bother you more? And I'm like, well, first off, do you want it to bother me? Because I don't want it to bother me. Yeah. And she goes, well, does it? And I go, no, it doesn't bother me. And she goes, well, why? That seems like. I don't know if my wife has ever said this, but I'll say people probably think I'm heartless, right? And it's not that I'm heartless. It's that her demons are her demons. Yeah. They're not my demons. They're not, it's not my fight to fight. You're allowed to think about it, but you don't allow an emotional tag to be stuck to it. Right. Like it's, okay, yep, it happened. It is what it is, but I can't let that pull me back. Right. Because the demons, when it's like, I always think of um, bobsledding, or not bobsledding. What's the um, ones where they have the, the dogs in front of the sled. Mushing? Dog mushing or whatever it's called? I think so. So whatever it is. We all but know what Essentially, a bunch of dogs. All, all the reins on it, th- those, <laughs> are, those are all your, um, say, just call the dogs individually your problems. All you're trying to do is hook on to them. That's, that's, that's the demons, right? So you're just trying to keep away from that. So if you just lock it up, put it away, it's... Don't let it's the demons drag you just haphazardly wherever the demons want to drag you. It, yeah. Right? So so you They're have to They're not in control. You are. Yeah, take control of those sons of bitches. And, and don't allow... Don't allow the... This is going to sound religious, but it's not. Don't let the devil control you. Yeah. Because... And great I don't, book to listen to, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Please listen yeah. to it. It's yeah. great. I just have to put that in there because you brought that up. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic book. So and it is scary. It's scary how and accurate true. That shit is. And it was written 150 years ago or some crazy number. Yeah, literally. I'm gonna look it up because I'm curious, dude. It is psychotic. Anyway, so you have to stay in control of your thoughts, your minds, your actions, and every move you make and everything that's ever happened to you is your fault. So if, if something went wrong in your life, it's because you put yourself in that position. Did you, you know, did you get, uh, what's it called? Uh, not mauled. God dang it. What is that word? Um, 1938. 1930. Gosh, dude, that was almost 100 years ago. Holy crap. 90 years ago. Almost. Yeah. almost. What is the math? 80-something. Um, but the, uh, uh, not molested, mugged. You get mugged. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why I've never been mugged? Cause I don't stand in a in a city aisle or a city You're alley. Also six 
three and doesn't matter. I can't. Well, I have taken on five guys at once and beat their ass. So don't come at me, bro. <laughs> I got stabbed in the process, but beat that ass. Lucky's in uh yeah in Odington. Sa- yeah. So there you go. There's another friend. Okay, this is this is a perfect example. So in Odington, Maryland, it has not been the greatest town for the last. 30 years it's gone downhill not at uphill. least it's not glen dirty yeah it's not but it's it's might as well be so i'm literally <laughs> all i'm doing i'm about 25 years old maybe a little younger 24 years old uh I, you know at the point in time i was standing there at probably about 290 almost 6'4 i was probably 6'4 back then i'm shorter now because i broke my back and hurt myself but i'm literally walking to pizza getting a pizza and i'm and i'm literally there's there's a there's a community you walk an eighth of a mile is all I'm walking. Yeah. I mean, may, maybe a quarter mile. Is this from Uncle Tony's house? Uncle Tony's house. Okay. He, he lived on the corner in the model home. And you walk, and I walk behind this little this little convenience store. It's a local place called Lucky's. It's this convenience store. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And then you walk across their parking lot to the next parking lot, and there's a little Pizza Hut Express. Yeah. I'm just trying to get lunch on a Saturday for my family. This is before I'm married and all this stuff. So I'm, I'm walking down the sidewalk. Remember, I'm not in the street. I'm doing everything by the book. Not jaywalking, not doing any of that stuff. Because I try to... If I expect other people to follow the rules, I better damn well follow the rules. Yeah. <coughs> I'm so yourself. sorry for coughing, but it is just annoying me. Anyway, um, I'm walking over there, and this Cadillac goes by. These five dudes in this Cadillac. Not going to state any other information about them, but they're young. And two or three of them are, like, hanging out the windows. And they're like yelling something at me. And I'm like, and my dad's following, but he's not super close behind me. Great. My dad's 58 or something like at this point. I don't know what age exactly is. He's mid fifties probably. And he's not, he's not the biggest dude. He's 5'10", every bit of 200 and probably 10 pounds back then. He's, he was kind of chunky. Um, and so was I, to be fair. And uh, anyway, I got a hoodie on. It's cold. And I turn left and I hang a I hang a left to go behind Lucky's and and here comes this Cadillac and I'm like shit, all right <clears throat> I got no pocket knife on me I, I'm not carrying at this point in time I didn't have my carry license yet and here they come Jesus Christ they come flying up four dudes jump out of this car I'm like what? buckle up Buttercup yeah what in the world is going to happen here and so my thing is is that I really try hard to just exit those sort of situations not that i'm running but it's like if you can separate yourself and get moving get moving yeah it's always the better option it's always a better option so i'm i'm still kind of you know walking along and i can tell they're coming up from behind me and i'm like okay well don't let that happen so i turn and i just give him this death stare and i'm and i keep my hands on my pockets i don't want to know what my hands look like and that's that's kind of a key and as soon as he jumps on my face, he's like, you think you're big? You think you're big? I just looked at him and went, yeah, and you're about to find out. And as soon as he moved, I beat the ever-living piss out of him. And then here comes his buddy, and I got stabbed in my arm. There's a, there a scar in my forearm. And I yanked it out and stabbed him in his leg. And then the third guy tried to run away from me. and I, So I dropped those two guys, got to the third guy, because the the, the, there was four guys that got out, and there was a driver. The, the fourth dude is trying to fuck with my father, and he's not touching him, but he's, like, really in his face. Third guy he's trying to get away from me, and I grab him by, like, the back of his hood. Yeah. And I throw him down so hard, I don't know what part of his body hit the ground, but it sounded like a, a, a pallet of bricks hit the, mm. gr- hit the ground. And I look at the fourth dude, and, I, and I'm, I'm not close enough to grab him, but he's in my father's face, and I said, you're next, motherfucker. And he looked at me, and, and I was like, look at your boys. And he ran to the car, jumped in the car, and the car was moving before the doors were even shut. Because the car, the car, it's a green Cadillac, old square, very large Cadillac, and all the doors are open except for the driver's door. Yeah. So he literally like dives into the back seat, and the car takes off. And that's one of those situations where, you know, could I hold resentment to that class of people? Sure. And I kind of do. I'm kind of like very weary of it. But getting stabbed and beating this dude's ass, I didn't. I don't like doing that. Like that's that's a rarity for me. Well, that was fight or flight. It was. I had to. I, I wasn't going to let my ass get beat, and I don't want to get hurt. Like that's not going to happen. Now I got hurt, and ended up having to get stitches and all that. But you know, don't let the situation where my my best friend shoots himself. Don't. I don't let the the the. the I had to learn. That was the big one that I learned was don't let the fact that I bought the gun that wasn't wasn't my fault. Yeah. It was his fault. He did that. Like, even the things that his wife did weren't his fault. He didn't have to do what he did. 
And that's what he didn't understand because he wasn't properly trained. And part of this podcast is to let you guys know, hey, I'm trying to help train you for free to help you out, to, to get you to a point where your mind is clear, to go, hey, Nick went through all this shit. Oh, my God. And look where he's at. I can do it, too. Guys, you can. You can get to a point. Listen, I have dealt with, I'm not going to say the worst of the worst, but like I've dealt, I don't want to specifically say things. I don't want to hurt other people that are still in my life. But I've been put through some things in my life that I never should have. Never. Now, have I put th- people through things? Have I put my wife through things that I probably shouldn't have? Guarantee I have. And I'm, if she's listening, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. And I'll tell the whole world that. Because I'm also human. I give myself that, that not the slack. You shouldn't give yourself slack. You should hold yourself accountable, understand that you made mistakes, and then do your absolute best to not repeat the dumbass shit you did before. Yeah. It's, cool. it's just growth, right? <coughs> so 1% better. 1% better. So I know, like, I've been hearing Kyle continues to say that here recently. He's really latched on to it. And I can see in his face, though, that he's tired. Like, he's like, I, I know this is what I'm supposed to say. I know this is what I'm supposed to do, but it is exhausting. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. A little bit. Am I wrong? There's other factors to it, though, because of everything. So the biggest thing that I know right now is kind of, like, draining me is everything going on with Chloe. Because to me sounds corny but she is my soulmate everything that she feels i feel sure i get that and it's one of those things that she feels down so i'm it's not that i'm dragging but it's something that is playing into how i feel and you can only do so much with that is let it not get a hold of you but you have to do your best to be strong you have to do your best to keep your mental focus in check my mental focus is helping grow dawson figure out creating us structures and systems for Scarlet Oak for next year, <clears throat> touching my clients for Scarlet Oak, touching friends, just making sure that I get a hold of them and saying, hey, I love you guys. Hope you all are doing well. So time out. I want to go back to Chloe because this is really big, and I, I learned this recently through reading books. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> let me ask you a simple question, and everybody that's listening, follow along because Kyle and I don't script any of this crap. Y'all get the real us. If you – could somehow be a fly on the wall and somehow we could ask Chloe, how do you want Kyle to be for you? What do you think she'd ask you? What do you think her request would be? Would it be to mourn in my troubles, right? Trials and tribulations. Would it be stay a strong, healthy partner for me while I go through this frustrating time? Would it be mind your own business what do you think she'd say it'd be the strong healthy and that's what i've been acting as when someone we're home and we're talking about like look babe it sucks with what happened Mm -hmm. and i wish i could go in there and bitch slap the crap out of everybody in there but that is not my place Mm -hmm. my place is to be here to make sure that we are strong as a unit Mm -hmm. you know when you go into work think about may and i that's Mm -hmm. the that's your main goal is just to think about us two and how we're going to make our day 1% better and yeah. just a little bit easier on ourselves. <clears throat> yeah. If you have to find another job, which she's already kind of poked around and she has a very good prospect of job that actually has some good benefits. Um, but it allows for – that allows us to free up a little bit mentally. It's like, okay, we have a backup. you know. But what she's going through now is – it's stressful. It's hurting her. Yeah. You know, she lost a very good friend because of it because people are coming up with their own stuff. Well, a lot of people are just out to protect themselves and what they do. And don't, guys, y'all listen listen to me very, very closely here. <clears throat> I've always been the person, so visualize this. This is, this is what Chloe's going through because I've been through it and I very much recognize this and you've heard this analogy before. Think of everybody in a crowd. Say there's 10,000 people yeah. standing in a field. All of them are six foot tall. Every single person, man, woman, child, everybody's six foot tall. And then you have me. No. <laughs> You're six foot two in this scenario, right? And I'm not six four. Somebody, I'd be that guy. And, and there's more, more people out there just like me. So I'm not that special. But I am one of them. Where I'll try to poke my head above. You know what always happens every time I try to do that? Somebody tries to beat my ass down. And you and I do? Instead of trying to poke my head above, I bend down. Instead of instead of getting up on my tippy toes and go, oh, I want to see more. I want to do more. I want to achieve more, right? What I do is I bend down. 
while everyone else is looking at each other trying to fight for space, I bend down and I grab as many rocks as I can and stones and I build a foundation that no one can knock over. And then I stand on that. Now I'm like four or five inches taller than everybody else. And everybody's like, oh, look at him. He thinks he's so special. No, not yet. And then as they start to like focus on me getting better, I bend down and get some more rocks. And I keep building that little anthill, if you will, of stones and mortar and put it all together. And then you just rise and rise and rise and rise above to the point that they can't even touch you anymore. So what Chloe's going through right now is she's probably trying to do a great job, probably trying to hold people accountable. She's a very brash person probably in that environment because she's just trying to get shit done because that's what you're supposed to do yeah. in that position. And then other people see it, and then they're like, oh, she's making me look bad, so let me try to make her look bad. That's exactly what happened. No shit, and you never told me a word, yeah. right? Because that's human fucking nature. And so what you have to do is fuck them, don't worry about them, bend down, get yourself some rocks, build yourself a better foundation. That may mean in her scenario, get a fucking different job. Yeah. If y'all don't see the value in me, fuck off right i'm out so <clears throat> if she can just say hey i'm gonna focus on chloe i'm gonna focus on me and this is gonna better me which then is gonna better my family in the trickle down effect to my friends and so on and so forth i'm gonna set a good example and you know what that other person is tearing her down that wasn't her, truly her friend that was just somebody using her time you don't lose your lover you just lose your turn yeah. thank you kenny chesney for the saying <laughs> so <clears throat> her friend lost her turn in line as her friend. Yeah. Right? You're out, bro. You're, you're fucking out. I mean, that's pretty much how we've done it. Right. So, sorry, you did it to yourself. So, for all y'all that are listening, if somebody's trying to tear you down, ain't your friend. They're not... They're, they were. Sure. Bye-bye. You, you don't serve our relationship. You don't need to serve me. Like, Kyle, you don't serve me. You serve the the vision that will serve all of I'm us. I'm building a step on that foundation. You are. And then another step. It's like a big staircase, yep. right? And we're all building these steps and we're trying to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And before you know it, <clears throat> I'm going to use me as an example because I could talk shit about myself. I'm at 37 years old and I've built this, this multi-million dollar company. I've got toys. I've got cash in the bank. I've got all these great assets in my life, whether it's my good people, my business, whatever. It's a, all those years of 1% better in every... It's not just 1% per day. It's 1% per thought. It's 1% per action. It's 1% per step. Like, not watching that one stupid Mr. Beast video, right? I'm just using an example. I'm not saying yeah. he's stupid. It's entertainment. We all need it at some point. But he's like, a very smart guy. So if you do listen, if, Mr. Beast, I actually do like if you your can mindset. <laughs> if you can watch that side of him, yeah. not his content he creates, but how he creates it, there's a different like I study YouTube videos and what people do. I don't really give a shit about the entertainment side of it. I'm yeah. I'm watching the shit in the background. I'm like, well, how look at the camera, look how they're moving it. Look, they're high, they're low. Look at the graphics. Look how they're editing it. Like I'm studying everything I, I do and see. And so like around here, guys, I try to make sure that everybody understands. Like, try to take less steps because you're wasting less time. Or like I brush my teeth in the shower because it, it wastes less time. It's it's an odds game, right? So the more you can not stop and get that Gatorade, the more times you can not drink that one beer, the more times you don't smoke, the more times that you, you know, you spend less time on just dicking around on TikTok, the better you're going to be. Yeah. And that's not only going to serve you, but once it does serve you, then you're going to be better for everybody else. I like it. Holy shit. We just went down a whole big old road there, didn't we? My head's spinning. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just how I am. I, I, that's who Nick is, right? Well, no, there. and it's, it's not that I'm saying like I... You ever um, hear people say, "I try to get the ten thousand or the fifty thousand foot view," where you try you try to expand yourself outside of what's actually going on in the situation? Yes, that's how I try to look at things. This is like, okay, you have painted this big vision for this company. Mm -hmm. I see the vision. Mm -hmm. Now I'm seeing, okay, well, how do I help get up to those levels to help push this further, but also help bring people up with me? Sure. Well. <clears throat> I don't think, in my opinion, it's our job to bring people up with us. Yeah. It's our job well, to set I'm, the example. I'm offering that tether if they want it. It's hanging off of you. Yes. They have to grab it. Exactly. Lead a horse to water, can't make a drink. Exactly. Right. And that was kind of my point of that was just, hey, here's the tether. If you want it, grab it. Show me how you can deal with it. Yeah, but you can only have so many tethers. Yeah, exactly. Right? And like I've I've definitely had too many tethers in my life. I talked to a young man yesterday. I actually used to employ this person. Very nice guy. Um I've known him for a very long time. We're not, I wouldn't necessarily consider us like friends, but we know each other. Uh, he worked for me. Every once in a while, he'll, he'll call me. Want a car, he's a car guy. Yeah. And uh, he, he hit me up on Facebook yesterday. He's like, hey, dude, I got this question on these cars. Can I call you? 
Sure. So it was perfect time because I was, I was heading home. And he's working on this uh, this old Corvette, and somebody he bought it from, it's like a 1994. Yeah, not my favorite year. I, I, maybe <laughs> it's an 04. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't truly remember exactly the car. But he said it's a, it's a wiring nightmare. The car's not running. And I said, okay, first off, you want to get the car running, throw 12 volts right at the starter, fire that son of a bitch up, throw a little ether into it, a little starter fluid. It'll go suck, bang, boom, it'll go. So he's like, well, how do I get the car to actually run right, you know, with what it's, the way it's supposed to? And he's like, I'm just, I'm just very confused, and I don't know how to handle this. And, he, and it's just not his forte. And I said, here's the problem. You're looking at it from that 30,000-foot view. There's yeah. too much to take in from 30,000 feet. You can't focus in on any of y'all that fly in a plane, and you look down, and you see all those houses. First yeah, you off, don't know whose house is what or like what the house no. looks like. You don't know the descriptive details of it. There's too much shit. Exactly. But if you're on the ground, you can look up. You can only see that one plane, mm-hmm. right? Because it's focused. It's that one thing. So what I told him, I said, look, Abraham – Really, not. he's literally named Abraham. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't use his name, but he's a nice guy. He doesn't care. You'll never find him. <coughs> he's a nice guy. But I said, start at the fuse box. Make sure it has power to all the fuses. Then check both ends of the fuses, right? And then check the wire coming out of each spot right behind the fuse. So you can poke a little hole in the wire. Yeah. You can touch it and just check to make sure it's got 12 volts coming out of it. Once you do that and you know it's all there, then you take your, your, your diagram and you go one circuit at a time. Okay, this is the horn relay okay the relay is working good test that yep good okay honk the horn does it work yep okay take a piece of paper print out that diagram and scratch that off horn works okay check the blinkers headlights everything and go through and check every fuse every relay scratch it off 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 boom okay now i'm down to these five fuses that aren't reacting because the ac is not coming on the coal packs don't have power to them whatever i said okay now what you have to do is you have to do a continuity check meaning does the electricity flow from that fuse to the coil pack or wherever it's supposed to go right and so you just check either end and if you send power through it and it's not getting to the other end yeah now we know we have a problem right so that going back to your thing taking that thirty thousand foot view you have to learn how to focus it in Mm -hmm. now what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to jump two three four five years ahead you can't i don't care how many mastermind groups you're a part of i don't care if how many um you know books you buy books you read research you do you got to get started it comes back down to the one percent again is that you have to have that focus on that little thing accomplish it it's one step at a time you don't jump 50 feet correct exactly what you said earlier i told you that this morning before we even jumped on here i said don't try to jump 50 feet you one step and understand that sometimes that next step is pretty slippery yeah but here's the thing this is the killer it's easy to get started Get started easy because it's like a new love. It's that new, fun, exciting, you know, thing. It's year three. It's year four. It's year five. It's year ten. Yeah. How do you learn to dig then? So what I have found is you have to morph yourself as you go, and then you have to learn how to give yourself the wins on a daily basis. If you winning a championship in racing is comprised of a bunch of little wins you you win this race you win this race you win this race you don't win this one you crash in that one it's a collective of all these little efforts and then eventually one day finally hopefully you've earned more points than the next guy yeah and that's how you win that's how you win the championship and so your life is comprised of these daily battles they're not wars don't don't get it mixed up i always tell the people all the time you may win the battle with me you'll you'll never win the war with yeah. me i i will outlast you um, and, and I don't say I work hard. Like, everybody's like, oh, oh, The Rock always goes around and goes, ah, oh, work you. Yeah, he, he may. And he, he's, a, he's a guy that not only will outwork you, but he is the type of guy, the elite mindset guy that, you know, he sees – he can see that 30,000-foot view, and he knows exactly what steps it's going to take to get there. Mm-hmm. He was taught somehow, or he learned it somewhere. So the way he can do that is he, he empties his head trash. He's got a great moral compass. He's got – people in his life and in place to keep him accountable he is very much um a thinker a logical person his feelings probably get in the way of his his uh, ambitions feelings for him feelings are like i want to eat a pizza like he yeah. eats like one cheese pizza a month i think he said that's his like he gets everybody's like oh it's my cheat meal or it's my cheat day for the week or something no 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 no, no. you want to win you want to lose weight if you have a cheat meal a month, it's too much almost. If you really want to lose weight. I lost over 100 pounds. I can talk all kinds of shit because I know. Yeah. I would go months without cheating. Months. Well, it's crazy, too, because, like, breaking that repetition 
just a smidge mm-hmm. can set you back a huge amount. Like it restarts you totally. Exactly. My dad, so he's done the keto <laughs> diet for, for almost five years now, I think. Right. I can't remember. It was it was like just before COVID when they started, and um, he's been he's done great. He's lost hundred plus pounds, and um, the one thing he said he his weakness is carbs. Uh, me too. He is a carb fiend. Me too. So if he has it, he knows he will get caught on it, and he won't turn back. So he will not touch a carb. Uh, that is so amazing that he says that because do you want know to call that? That's a doorway. Leave the freaking door shut. Yeah. Like okay, for instance, I'll give you a good example. People that ha- I hate this mentality. Oh my, I I don't like to use the word hate, but I'm gonna use it right now. People that have to experience something for them to understand and learn it. Yeah, that no, you're that's an excuse because you're a curiosity, a curiosity based person, and you, you. What do they say about curiosity, Kyle? Kills the cat. Kills the fucking cat. Don't do it. Okay, you want to know why I never smoked? I never wanted to have the battle that demon. Yeah, that's why I never did drugs. That's why, honestly, that's why I never wanted to drink. Because let me tell you something. So the la- truth be told, the last couple of years of my life have been the hardest years of my life. I've been going through something that's that was completely out of my fucking hands, that just got thrown on me. And let me tell you something. I I didn't I didn't drink too much. I never got drunk, but I did drink more in the last two years than I ever have before. Not you be- had to you had t- points <coughs> in time where you caught yourself and went, "This is getting a little out of hand." Let me. I'm gonna tell you some very vulnerable thoughts, guys. So I'd be sitting at work, and I'm like, "This this was like middle of the week," and I'd be like, "I'm gonna go get a margarita after work," and this was like every day, yeah. every day I wanted to go do it, and at some point I went I went skirt hold the hold the horses here. That's not who Nick is. What are you doing? Yeah. And those aren't the thoughts that you want to be having, dude. And so I had to check myself. And what I did was I said, okay, Nick, you're just going to start with a week. You're going to go a week without drinking. That's what you're going to do. And when I say drinking, I'm, I'm talking about having like two margaritas. Yeah. I'm not talking about getting blasted and having 30 packs. And first off, I don't drink beer. Or like I'd have a glass or two of bourbon, you know, or uh uh, seven and seven, right? And when I had a seven and seven, it was like two or like a Wallaby Darn at uh, uh, Outback. Yeah. Right. I'm not talking about heavy drinking. I'm just talking about the the thought of having a drink like once a day was it was that's where I was heading. And I'm like, all right, pump the brakes here, bro. That's not healthy for you. That's not going to serve you. That's going to slow down your progress. That's going to put weight on you. And I I felt the weight of what it's like to be an alcoholic. Yeah. I I didn't become one. But I was I did an audit on myself and said, pump the brakes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That doesn't align with who you are and what you stand for. All right, take this on one week at a time, Nick. No drinks this week. And then it went, okay, don't don't reward yourself with a drink on the weekend. Get through the weekend. All right, got through the weekend. All right, can we get through another week without it? And then two weeks. Then I then I put together two weeks. And then the thing I know, it was like a month went by. And I was like, I haven't thought about a drink in, in a while. In a month. Holy shit. That's just self-control. Yeah. It's it's that awareness and being able to revert back to my my compass, right, that that nobody talks about. And I've never heard anybody ever talk about it. Yeah. And when the county's calling me, oh, it's because my daughter didn't go to school. But she's, she's sick. Oh, I <clears throat> She woke up, her throat's killing her. And I was like, well, I'm not trying to get a bunch of other kids sick. <laughs> um, so. And then I get yelled at. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, so for you guys out there listening, you know we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and tie this up. Oh wow, Chloe just gave the two week notice. Oh shit. Yeah, things got pretty bad. Yep, that's not good. Nope, that's not good at all. Okay, well, th- you know what? That that's just another that's a speed bump. Yep, it's just, a speed bump. It's okay. We'll get through it. Yep. Well, it, I helped her get I, that. Maybe I, I helped have... her get another one. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was funny. I was talking to her yesterday. I was like, you know. <coughs> I, I didn't say it, but it was one thing that went through my mind. I was like, I wonder if Nick knows anybody. But I'm I know sure I, I know she has a couple of options, which is good. Yeah, explore those first before I go. I mean, that takes a lot of time out of me to, to figure that shit out. Yeah. And I try. I try to. I, that's Again, that's me trying to give and make everybody around me better. And if everybody around me is better, somehow that's got to help me somehow. Exactly. Uh, I don't do it to help me, but I'm playing the freaking odds, baby. Oh, I love it. So, all right, guys, we're going to. We're gonna go ahead and uh, button up this podcast, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with some homework. I want you to figure out your moral compass. I want you to tell me about it. I want to hear about it. Yeah, now, we we both would enjoy just feedback, learning about you guys, mm-hmm. how we can help you guys more. Yep, I got some this morning from a guy, and it was just. I mean, this this guy's twenty 
25 years older than me and he's just praising us about our podcast and i can't tell you how how much that means to me not his age has absolutely nothing to do with it it's just a, a simple fact that we're helping and he's finding true value in it he's like you're giving me perspectives that i never thought about and and that's really what i'm after i love and that's all we can that. really give is just perspectives it's not the matter of like oh we're out for for the money we're out for it for this we're out for it for that no we're just we have our own experiences. We really would like to share them. I enjoy talking, hence my title. Sure, yeah. Yeah, no, you do. Um, and you're a great host. It's perfect. But it's it's just 1% better. It's focus on you this Christmas. Focus on your family. Unplug. You do unplug. need to unplug. Unplug for a yeah. minute. But, like, when I say unplug, when you unplug, take a good, long look in the mirror. Yes. Not your phone. Okay, turn your camera phone on backwards so you do selfie mode and look at yourself for a moment and go, is this truly, this is your homework. Who am I truly? What? Family goes to bed, literally look at yourself. I've, I've done this once or twice Me before. Too. Is just sit there and just stare at yourself and go, who am I? So I would, I would do it. I'd put my hands on the sink. Yeah. And I would just stare and stare right into my blue eyes and I'd go, all right, dude. All right, that's a little weird. I uh, know I would. No, I'm, <laughs> getting, I'm getting specific here. I would look deep into my blue eyes because I, I got super blue eyes and I'd be like, all right, dude, you need to get your shit together. This is not the life you wanted. This is not what you were after. It's No one's going to do it for you. All right, get it together. Better attitude will help. Um, being kinder. Doing things for others with nothing, no expectation in return is freaking beautiful, and I try to do that, hence this podcast. Um, and and the homework that I'm, I'm asking for, guys, you don't need to tell us. If you want to, send us an email at hey. H-E-Y, fastlane at gmail.com. Um, and, and, you know, set for, I want you to work on finding who you truly are, what you truly, truly love, and start creating that moral compass that's going to serve you, which then in turn, the actions of said serving to yourself will then enhance your family's life, whether it's, whether you're a 14-year-old listening to this or you're a 60-year-old listening to this, the people around you need you. And yeah. they need you to be the absolute best that you can be. And I work on it every day. I don't know what y'all think about me. Well, not only that, you <clears throat> need the best that you can absolutely you do. be. You do. I can tell you this. When you're in that mindset, you don't ever – I think a true, great human never fully feels completely content because they know that there's a better version of them tomorrow. Yep. And they're like, all right, I can get better. I can do better. I can respond better. I can react better. I can think better. I can eat better. You know, good in, good out, right? So exactly. the, the homework is is develop your compass, develop your moral, you know, your moral road that you're trying to be on. I want you before the first year, I want you to get your dream board together personally, financially, uh, and in business. I want you to I just did mine. Be reasonable with yourself. Understand that, you know, it, it, your goals are gonna be pretty hard to obtain, but if you just get started and then stay consistent, not just year one, year two, year three, but you're 10, you're 11, you're 12, whatever, it's going to serve you. <clears throat> and what's going to happen, and I bet you Kyle can attest to this, I think the reason Kyle's here is because he saw the consistency in me and he saw this dream and he goes, I relate to that, it feels right, and I feel like I can dedicate my life and my time, which is all we honestly have yeah. is our time, to this cause and I think it'll serve them, it'll serve me, and then it'll serve anybody that I come in contact with. Yeah. Is that not true? That's pretty much it. I mean, okay. the way I came into it was I I want to be able to become an asset, and then I want to be able to serve Dawson, and then I want to be able to serve myself, and then I want to be able to serve my family. Yeah. And that was the order. Yeah, 100%. You know, and it's, it's been that way ever since we've met in, what, 2019. And it's been consistent, has it not? Yes. And I think I've probably gotten better – over time because I've been working on it even though I went through the worst two years of my life yeah worst and those worst two years of my life just I hate saying this because I didn't want to say it when I was going through it but it, it made me stronger and I I didn't want to be any stronger guys I didn't want to go through what I went through it was horrific but you have to take the circumstances that come to you and find the best part in them find I the had new to. you I had to find the new me and it, it didn't come in the form of anger well it did it came through in sadness anger frustration crying I've never cried more in my it's life it's an emotional waterfall it is and you've got to just let it play out and at the end of the day do not lose sight of the fact that at the end of the day 
you have to be the best you for you and be stable and and that will be the biggest christmas gift you could ever give yourself yes all right boys girls mothers dads grandparents we love you family and friends family friends um be kind to yourself be honest with yourself set forth that positive road and you're gonna be you won't be all right exactly all right guys <clears throat> with that said if you want some coaching on this where do they go kyle oh i don't know maybe on to multimateusa.com check out our link in the description carlson coaching ladies and gentlemen if you if you really want to know the the deep nitty-gritty way that i fought through all the goods and bads because i think there's probably a lot more bads than goods um but the goods outweigh the bads because i'm able to let go of them and i can help teach you how we go through all that i can get more in depth with you sign up uh for the carlson coaching program uh down in the link below and i'll be more than happy to help you if you'd like to just follow our crazy journey uh go to multimate usa on instagram dawson mfg on instagram or just just google it and find your favorite social media platform and or i'll try YouTube to youtube it yeah youtube it go go subscribe to our youtube channel yesterday i was working really hard on getting a youtube video put together and guess what ran into more problems so oh i had to get a new gamers gra video graphic card or something for my computer because it can't process the 360 videos and whatever guys i'm struggling to get through that to try he's to not a computer guy just to say the least no it's not it's not just that like i'm dealing with not the best equipment i'm learning how to get through it all but is it frustrating yeah kind of but like i'm not letting it destroy me it's just yeah. it's just taking more time and that's just part of it so with that said I'm just trying to relate with you guys so you understand that it's not just you. It's all of us. Yep. We're not all perfect. We try. All right. With that said, boys and girls, we love you. Have an awesome day. Merry Christmas. And uh, put the phones down and just relish in that beautiful moment with your families. And, be you and be with them. Yeah. And uh, go, go take a real close, quiet look in the mirror, and you're going you're gonna to be all right. Adios, friends. All right, guys. Love you. Catch you later. Bye. Mulch mood.